I'm Fred Faulkner, a husband and father with a passion for marketing and technology. I work at a top 50 consulting agency where I lead alliances and marketing for the digital experience and technology team. On this podcast, I share my thoughts, opinions, and experiences in business and in life. This is my view of the world, according to Fred. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of According to Fred, the podcast. I want to do a quick, what I'm going to call a hot take. I'll figure out some intro music for that later on the new feature from Twitter called Fleets. So um, I did this quickly live not too long ago, but I want to refine my thoughts for a quick podcast. So um, Twitter came out with a new feature and functionality called Fleets today, which has tore up the internet a little bit, mostly actually making fun of it. But it is their version of stories. Um, it's very interesting take on, on creating, not creating, actually imitating, bringing over, copying a feature that has been copied more than one time in the social media world. Started with Snapchat, which basically I have a message, whether it be an image or a tweet, in this particular case, a tweet, um, a story that disappears after 24 hours. So Snapchat had it first. Instagram copied it and made it, quote, better, which then got ported over to Facebook um, and a lot of other platforms have started to integrate it to LinkedIn brought it into their mobile application recently, which has got a lot of people wondering, can the business world adapt to stories as a content vehicle into the business world with LinkedIn? So Twitter brought their version out today. They're calling it Fleet. Uh, Interesting name. I'm still warming up to it, but the whole idea around it is that there's a conversation that happens on Twitter, but Twitter, like everything else, is permanent. It's there. People get hired and fired over what they tweet about on a regular basis. And now with fleets, you can post a fleeting thought. And in the case of of um, of Twitter, you know, and I'm putting up here on this recording part, you know, their whole thing about it is that it's supposed to engage a new way to join and engage in conversation because it isn't permanent. It's something that I can say in the moment. I can share a thought. I can share an image. I can share a video. I can share something and it disappears after 24 hours. And I think that's an actually interesting way of taking a look at how to use Twitter as a platform. I think there's some other components of this too, which I'll share about in a second, that introduces a whole other way that Twitter is doing this and why they're doing and bringing fleets to the the world or their version of stories. But as I read more into what at least they're saying on the product page, which I have pulled up here, it is, you know, it's about fleeting thoughts, right? Something that I can say, it's not permanent. It lets me engage in a conversation, but I won't be damned if I do or damned if I don't later in life because it's not there from a permanent perspective or it's not going to show that I deleted it. Um, it is an interesting kind of take on things. And, and from that perspective, fleets could be a very interesting addition into the Twitter the Twitter world. Now, a lot of people were also saying, hey, why can't I get an edit button first? Or why can't I get spell check before, um, before I publish something? Because that actually has gotten more maybe social gaffes that happen because of, because of that you know, lack of functionality. Why put fleets out there first? And, and I'm going to say, this is what I said earlier today on, on my live video, you know, thought, thought about it, is to me, stories is that imitation that others are using. And it's because there's an engagement factor that happens with stories on all the platforms. And Twitter wanted to have that engagement brought into their ecosystem. This is also what I'm going to call typical blocking and tackling 
tool as well because companies will copy other companies' features and functionality um, to, to bring that into theirs to make it either one plus one equals three, or in some cases it's one plus one equals one and a half because they can't do it as well as the other competitor, uh, maybe because they can't copy it verbatim because of patents or other IP, or um, they just don't have the right skills to, to bring it to, to the same fruition. Or in this particular case, Twitter is used differently than LinkedIn, which is used different than Facebook, which is used different than Instagram. And their audiences vary. Some of them are crossover. Some of them are very distinct and who uses their platforms in very specific ways. But this was, to me, a signal of a blocking. My initial thought, this is very much a blocking, me too blocking statement. Right? We're going to add this feature because we want to at least have feature parity with other competitors that, more importantly, are potentially taking away our users from our base. So, you know, did Instagram copy um, Snapchat's story functionality because they they thought it was an awesome feature? I honestly think they took it because they didn't want their their users, you know, migrating off Instagram and going over to Snapchat. So, Twitter adding fleets into their platform, I think, is an engagement play. I think it's a blocking play. I think it's an engagement. Play. And they say that pretty much in their, their blog post. They say, hey, this is about joining the conversation in a new way because you can say something and you're not going to have this permanency that goes to it. That's going to be a very double-edged sword. We shall see how that plays out. Will people use it very much like stories are used on other platforms? We'll see. We'll find out. I mean, I've started to experiment a little bit with stories on LinkedIn. Because it's only available on mobile, I don't know how much their users are on LinkedIn's users are on mobile and let alone is story something that could be adapted into the business world um, as effective as some other features like video and, and polls and, and some other kind of file sharing type of functionality where Twitter is very much a mobile based platform. It makes a lot of sense to put it in mobile, not on desktop. We'll see if it goes to desktop. I have a hard time doing stories in Facebook on desktop. To me, stories is very much a mobile first functionality. So again, Twitter being mostly in mobile makes a lot of sense that it's going to be in a mobile world and why they're going to bring it on. I think another component that Twitter is probably thinking about is also just, again, if they're thinking about stories and bringing conversations into the mix is how much maybe usage has gone up too. So as I'm you know, sitting here looking at what eMarketer has been doing, um, they have you know some interesting statistics from earlier this year since the pandemic's been going on, a lot of users are now gravitating to social media much more. They have their phone in front of them. They're sitting on the couch. They're, they're doing the dual screen thing much, much more. And according to activities of U.S. adults, they're spending more time due to, uh, on more time in social media due to the coronavirus pan- pandemic. So of March 31st, 2020, the number one thing people are doing at 58%, 58.5% is watching videos on free streaming services like YouTube. The second one is watching subscription services like Netflix and HBO Now. That's 51%. Third top thing that people do on their mobile phone now during the pandemic is using social media, social networking platforms. That's at 50.8%. That's a big set of time. They're increasing their time much more on um, on these platforms. So they're looking for more engagement because they can't go out. They can't do other things. They're not doing their normal activities. So they're spending it on social media. So I think it is very interesting that... 
there, you know, Twitter's bringing this out now. Um, especially given the conversation that the election has been over, like they could have dropped this thing before the election happened. That could have been a whole different story on what they were doing as far as um, how it could have engaged the conversation much more. I also find it interesting that they released this feature when Jack Dorsey was on uh, reporting to Capitol Hill um, and being grilled by Congress over the use of labeling on the tweets for what is, you know, considered, you know, is this voter information and how they're doing all the labeling around the voter fraud, you know, content. Um, Ted Cruz went really big into it. So I think it's very interesting when they decided to actually release this feature, but um, it is an interesting thing too. So I, again, I'm going to say social media is going up. People are using platforms much, much more. Uh, They are adding a functionality that is very much, I think a blocking um, a me too kind of functionality I think the way they're positioning and Twitter's positioning this as a, I can create content, it disappears, I can share a point of view. Um, you know, I don't know, I haven't even tested to see if it still has a 240 um, character limit that the the regular tweets do. But, um, you know, it's an interesting way of, of containing into or putting into the whole world this it could disappear, right? So Twitter just seems to seem so permanent. Now I can add a disappearing component to it. Is stories the right way of doing it? You know, I don't know. We call it stories. They're calling a fleeting, a fleeting thought and a fleeting moment. I think that's probably a very interesting way of, of putting it. I think fleets as a name, I don't know. You know, just it just doesn't doesn't seem like it's gonna stick as much. Um, but we'll see. It'll be very interesting to see how marketers adapt to it. It'll be very interesting to see how politicians adapt to it. Um, it'll be very interesting to see how just regular users adopt and adapt, I should say usually more adapt to these new functionality. Will social media strategy start to provide more of this in the Twitter, the Twitter world as they do with Instagram? Um, will commerce come next? Because we all know every platform is looking for that next level of engagement, but also the next revenue stream. Is commerce going to come as part of this as it is going to Instagram? Um, I don't know be very interesting to kind of see but until then start sharing your fleeting moments your fleeting thoughts on twitter because now you can coming to your mobile device near you that's my hot take on fleets and where they're going with it and why it exists so until next time we'll catch you on the next episode thanks for listening